<laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. What happened at the end? Hold on. I think that was uh, Hold on. diarrhea. Oh, okay. We got another one? Oh, no, this is the same person. Oh, no, this oh, is someone else. No. <laughs> Sorry that. about that. Wait a minute. What a roller coaster the end Can of that song Can you play just is. the end? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hold on. Do it again. Let's try to... I don't think that was on purpose. <laughs> Can we hear it again? I, I think that, that was, was an it. accident. Yeah, here. Cast. <laughs> no, that's on purpose. It's so not on purpose. That has to be on purpose. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's... No, you know what it is? It's like someone leaning back from the mic. They've got like a leather collar on or something. Do it again. Listen. Valley cast. It's the... That's a that's a diarrhea sex. <laughs> no way. That's no, a no. wet fart. Isn't it's it? a it's a trio of women, but they all have uh, they all have tracheotomies <laughs> and they're singing out of the hole, and then the that's holes what are it is. just closing at yeah. the end. I mean, that creature from what's that movie with Kevin Bacon? Tremors. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> that's a, a tremor. I'm going to contend it's more of an alien egg opening. Oh, up okay. Right before the face hugger gets them. Or better than all those things, honestly, dude. Cloverfield Par- Paradox. Oh my you god! See Did you do that? Really, oh my god! Really experimenting. Oh my god. It was like full circle hey, on a different uh, podcast. Hi everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Valley Cast. Um, I it, so those of you who are watching us via video already know something's up, but uh, those of you who are listening might know also something's up. There is a voice we are missing, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, Ms. Lee Newton is uh, in Iceland. Well, fortunately, well, for, unfortunately, unfortunately for, for us, us, but super fortunate for her because yeah. she's having one hell of a dang good time. And yeah. we have a special message from her, which we'll play in just a second. But I just wanted to welcome you all to the podcast first and let you know Lee's out of here. But I'm Steve Zaragoza. I'm Elliot Morgan. I'm Joe Beretta. And who was responsible for that glorious folksy rendition of the Va- Valley Cast theme song? Um, a Reddit user named Worm Clinch. <laughs> Worm Clinch is what would make that sound at the end. <laughs> And uh, I got a hair in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and um, on SoundCloud, the user is Kaylee Thomas. But that is, it was—it's a beautiful. I loved it. Intro, like yeah. I I even think like the Valley folk music stingers should sound like that. Should have like banjo, kind of like some kind of like yeah, yeah yeah folksy. I really know? think it it's does. It's in the name. It should be in the music. Um. So, yeah, so that's who that came from. And, guys, if you want to submit your own intro for the Valley cast, there's a Reddit subreddit called r slash the Valley Folk, and you can just submit them there. It's the easiest place for us to find that, uh, which would help us out a lot. And we've been listening to them all. They're really fun. We have. We were just talking about it before the podcast. It's kind of one of our favorite um, just kind of organic, natural things that came out of the world that we're building here. Yeah. And... A different theme song every week is really fun, and you guys are all super talented. And I will say, just for full transparency, some of them I I did not like at all, and uh, and you know, just being honest with you, and uh, I just I really feel like. Um, you know, it's rare of you to, to keep this kind of thing, to not keep this kind of thing bottled up. It is yeah. rare. Yeah. I hardly ever say what my real opinions about yeah, things very, are. Yeah. yeah. It's always so ambiguous. I just I mean, feel like this is, I feel like, right yeah. Now. I mean, this is the time to really just <laughs> kind of tell you, uh, how I feel, but also just so, but, but, but know that if you don't hear your song, on the podcast, that's not necessarily because we didn't like it. It's just that we didn't get to it because there's so many of we them. We do one podcast a week, so the the pool of podcasts is shallow. Right. It well, takes a bit. Um, and um, 
I did want to say that uh, please, please, please keep the intros short. <laughs> like yeah, shorter the better. The shorter the better. Like I saw one that was like three minutes, and like I would love to sit here for three minutes and listen to your cool creation, but maybe not everyone else would. <laughs> so it's a theme song. It's a theme song. We just want you know? a quick stinger. Thirty seconds uh, is like sweet. Steve yeah. didn't clear this before we I started the podcast. I, I prefer five fault. to ten minute epics. <laughs> um, think Stairway to Heaven. It is my fault. Blame me for that. It's it's I'm it's my bad that that I didn't initially say like please give us short versions of the themes. Uh, but yeah, that that helps a lot. But anyway, so thank you for submitting those, and thank you very much, user Worm. Uh, clinch. Clinch. Worm clinch. Worm clinch. <laughs> clinch. You, you find the worm, you clinch the worm. Oh, yeah, man. clinch the worm. So guys, um, <laughs> on this podcast, the Valley Cast, uh, the four of us, and today it's just the three of us, mm-hmm. we each bring a new topic to the table, and we discuss said topic uh, around this table to each other's faces. Yeah. And uh, it goes off in tangents and bits and all sorts of fun shit. And so uh, if this is your first time listening, that's what you're in store for. Yeah, we uh, we strive to do a little bit of everything. We try to be funny first and foremost, and sometimes we uh, miss the mark on that, but that's okay. But it, we also go into dark places as well as light places, so it's a little bit of a up and ups and downsy, topsy-turny. Yeah, sometimes we'll get real Discussion. serious about shit, and it's, it gets scary. It's a little heated. I don't know. Uh, I don't feel good this week. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Ellie, go ahead and yeah. I mean, so if they haven't noticed, just already, lower but... your standards <laughs> for whatever you're expecting. This is gonna be a chill episode. Like, we go into bits. We talk about deep things, and I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> but uh, I, I do. I have uh, yeah. I just got a little bit of a of a bug, but um, yeah. We're every, I'm fine, but just it's without Lee, and then I'm not a hundred percent. You know, welcome to the Valley Cast, everybody. Welcome to the Valley. Speaking cast, of everybody. Lee, why don't we uh, start off with a little message? Oh, hey, that's John, a great John. idea, Joe. Oh shit! You know what I realized? No. Well, let's use Elliot's phone. Okay. <laughs> that's what I just realized. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah. using my phone for this video interface. Oh no, Elliot! Don't oh. do that. Oh no, Elliot! My um. Here bring we that, go. Bring that baby up. Bring Elliot, don't be, up. don't, don't, uh, Elliot. Bring that pup. Bring it up. Elliot, be a pup. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So just put it here. Let me, in fact, here, hand it to me if you would. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you okay. go. Okay. Yeah. Two more there. Okay, Lee. Okay. This has not been pre-screened, by the way. No, I don't. It has I, not I been pre-screened. Did you listen not, to it? No, I no. certainly did not listen to it. Um, okay. Here we go. Hi. It's me. I'm in Iceland, and I'm having the time of my life. So far, I've seen the Northern Lights. I climbed inside a glacier. She's doing a diary. We were driving through snowstorms. It's been, um, it's been really awesome. I ate lamb. I feel bad about that one. Oh, shit. But that was okay. But um, it's 1.32 in the morning. As the boys are filming the podcast, probably around like 6 or 7 at night. And um, I just want to say I love everyone. And I'm having a great time. And you're all wonderful. And... If I was going to choose a subject to talk about for the podcast, cut her off. it would probably be the new iPhone X. And oh, I should cut her off. how incredible it is, and I, I'm, I'm in love. No, and she doesn't get a topic. It's sad to be in love with a phone. All right. I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's cute as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Did Lee from Iceland just make her topic the iPhone 10 <laughs> from yeah. Iceland? Yeah. yeah. Hi. Hey, I'm in Iceland, and if I was going to talk about something, it'd be this. 
this I, brand new phone. I'm here in Privilege, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what brand deal did she get that we are not like? Oh on, my god, uh, yeah. cut in on Look, this. No one gets an Apple brand deal. So <laughs> yeah. if she got it, then holy shit, what is she up to? Well, she's pawning it off on us, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, will you guys uh, give us 20 minutes on the iPhone X yeah. on the Valleycast? <laughs> uh, I mean, if we all get iPhone X's, yeah. No, no, just Lee. Just oh, Lee. just Lee? Okay. Would you do it? <laughs> Be honest. If she asked, yeah, I would, 100%. Like, what if Lee came to you and she was like, hey, guys, Apple said I could have an iPhone X if we do 20 minutes of talk <laughs> Just talking, for her? But only I get it, yeah. I'd do it. Okay. I guess I'd do it, too. I don't care. What about you? Yeah, I would do it. Are you just saying that because we're recording? No, I would do it. Okay, yeah. great. That's yeah. very nice of you. And then I'd murder her for the iPhone X. Yeah, I would be like, well, because Lee Lee gives the best presents of anybody I've ever known. She does. They're so thoughtful, and so I can talk and, for twenty minutes. Yeah, right? and they and and you're right. She knows they're always very well thought out gifts. I don't want to talk about the iPhone X, but holy crap, the camera on the iPhone X. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I gotta. Insanity. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta have it. It's real dumb. Um, gotta have my pops. Well, let's dive right in. Uh, who wants to start? Well, um, one of the things that we do on our oh, Valley do you want, cast, Wait, do you want to do some housekeeping before yeah, we... So, yeah, yeah. Oh, so one of the things the we do is that we kind of, I don't want to say make corrections, but just touch on things Great. that we might have talked about love last it. week. I love it. Uh, mine is a little bit of a connection. Correction. Connection, correction. Ooh, as a correction, connection, correction, correction. <laughs> Choo-choo. Correction, correction, correction. Correction. <laughs> you love trains. <laughs> um... Uh, I talked about, it wasn't the topic that I necessarily talked about, but we ended up kind of going off on a tangent and I brought up uh, a Prairie Home Companion and Garrison Keeler and Chris Thiele, the guy that replaced Garrison um, Keeler. And I Is Garrison Keeler no longer with us? No, he is with us, but he's not with a Prairie Home Companion anymore. He was the host of it, the longtime host of it. I think creator as well. Anyways, he stepped away, and I said he stepped away because of the sexual assault allegations that came out against him, when in fact, and this is going to be something that happens on our little podcast a lot because we're just talking um, off the cuff a bit, um, we'll say things that maybe we're not quite educated on. And I did not realize that Garrison Keillor had already stepped away from a Prairie Home Companion, and Chris Thiele, I think that's how I'm pronouncing his name, uh, correctly, it might be Thiel, but I think it's Thiele. He's the mandolin player that I was talking about that ended up taking over for him. Uh, he took over for him long before the sexual assault allegations. A Prairie Home Companion. Oh yeah, I'm like, where are you going yeah, with this? I know. But I now have... I'm, t- I'm totally on just board. Wait, now. Just wait, I'm yeah. going someplace with it. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I'm I'm with you now. The mandolin player, right? Yeah, um, yeah, from the last episode. Yeah, uh, and then they, the the show was changed from a prairie home companion to town hall long before the sexual assault allegations and more importantly i was like logan paul is bigger in the world than somebody like this that who is incredibly talented and the best mandolin player in the world and that's kind of a a a travesty a crime if you will and then one of our great uh patrons pointed out that it's not that logan paul is necessarily bigger than him he's just huge in his bubble while chris thiele was huge in his bubble and it's true the the worlds don't necessarily uh, Cross pollinate, and um, yeah, it's a, it is a misunderstanding to think that because somebody is so famous in one area that yeah. it translates or is is applicable to other. Exactly, and I agreed with him on that. And then he pointed out something else which blew my mind. Did you guys ever listen to Nickel Creek back in the day? What the hell is that? Yeah, Photograph is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> Elliot amazing, Morgan, hey, thank ladies you everybody. and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, amazing folk trio. Who uh, Chris Thiele, He was one of the the main uh, people in it, and I listened to it back in college. They had this great song called a lighthouse, a lighthouse tale. 
listen to it after this. Okay. It's very, very good. There we okay. go. Wow. That, wow. I just Dude, bored everybody. Yeah, that I was, the, honest to God, so boring, and I have no <laughs> idea what you were talking about the entire time. But it sounds important, because anytime yep. you're like, molestation charges, I'm not going to be like... <laughs> what are you? Right, sorry, that was just a really creepy version of the MASH theme I was playing. <laughs> it was supposed oh. to be funny, but instead it just scared everyone. So, <laughs> so we haven't uh, edited anything out in our podcast, but feel free to take that out if you want. No, I don't think <laughs> no, so, I think Joe. Great, I man. think, in fact, more importantly than everything you just said was the point before that, which was we we're uneducated mm-hmm. people that are just spouting them. I mean whatever we're actually I mean, some of us are educated whatever we're educated. We're, I'm being self-deprecating we're once not again. dumb we're, we're not just... dumb but like we don't know everything and so don't take everything we say as scripture is all yeah. we're saying well mm-hmm. we'll correct some things when they're they're pointed out I just thought there were some really interesting things again provided by our patrons and it also speaks awesome. to the fact that you care about honesty and accuracy which is a good thing yeah I think that's kind of keeps me from saying a lot of things sometimes because yeah. I'd rather not try to come off as somebody that is uh, authoritative on something, but yeah. is not. It's okay. Yeah, it's a it's an, a balancing act because you want a space where it's okay to be wrong, but then you yeah. also want to own when you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think we're trying to do that, and that's a right. nice thing. Can I get an eyelash off here, please? please? Yeah. Can I just get a little like little tickle oh, tickle? I don't feel yeah, good. Don't feel, you, okay. Actually, that feels kind of nice. Can you, Elliot, can you give, can you blow in and make a wish? <laughs> She'll let me. Wait to change. No, don't tell anybody. Oh, I wishes. got your wish. Oh, Joe. Joe ate my wish. Joe, don't eat the wish. I'm a wish eater. Uh, <laughs> a wish eater. Uh, anyways, is listen, that a Harry Potter character? Probably yeah. is. Listen to A Lighthouse Tale, uh, Nickel Creek. It's really good. Cool, man. I think you guys um, will love it. So, right. Joe, thank you for that. I do appreciate. Uh, I don't think there was anything else worth talking about from last week, was there? Uh, not no, that I, I think, think we're good. can think of, but <laughs> we need to we need to figure out. Um, this could be like uh, maybe something we talk about off of the podcast, but we need to figure out. I think I may have set up a Gmail account for the Valley Cast, and I'll find out for sure and get that information out to you guys in some way. Yeah, the Valley Cast Pod at Gmail dot com. Okay, so if you want to send corrections slash maybe your own topics or compliments or compliments or what <laughs> have just you this void of criticism that we're afraid to check <laughs> yeah unless like it's like a really big correction i'm not gonna care or read it yeah well i'll i'll definitely go through it and uh and i'll check out your emails and such but um but yeah send us emails to the valley cast pod at gmail.com and um you know maybe we'll read an email from you or or if you have an interesting topic you know we could always before we record we can talk about we can go through the fans topics and be like hey you guys want to you did you bring a topic fuck i didn't bring a topic and then we could just go through the fans submitted ones and i love that and do that we can also transition it to the to a g-suite thing oh elliot oh oh Hey, hey guys, point is, this whole little journey is going to be a malleable journey. Things are going to change and we're going to find new bits. That's really fun. Guys, can I... um, Yes. Can I just talk a little... Can I just talk a little bit about... Just really quick before I get into my topic and before I get into... You know, before we get into the meat of the podcast, Uh I hurt my foot. Okay. Is it bad still? I mean, it's just one of those things where like... You know how like you 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 like hit your hand on an edge and then you like yep. you hit a nerve or a vein or yeah. something and suddenly you've got this like super sensitive mm-hmm. sore cuz that edge just hit you with precision it hit you perfect. right in that it went right spot. in between like the a, goods yep. like a yeah. dart the goods yeah your yeah. goods got dirted man it happened to my foot and and it's uh, uh, it sucks so anyway guys who wants to go first 
Oh, well, you go jump in. You said before. you want me to jump yeah. in. Yeah, go, yeah, for, go it, for it, buddy. Okay. Um. So I was just uh, checking out Reddit for I love um. This. this is a good one I'm for uh, for some interesting topics. And thank you, Elliot. I I uh, told the boys about this one a little bit before we jumped in. Not too much because obviously we want to get some very unique uh, takes <laughs> off on, the cuff, uh, off if, the you cuff will. if you will. <laughs> bloopers, um, unique. But uh, yeah, bloopers, if you will. Uh, but I just wanted to um bring up this really cool topic, which uh, The Guardian put up an article that says, Earthlings likely to welcome alien life rather than panicking, study shows. So they were basically saying that should aliens be discovered, public reaction is likely to be positive, say researchers, despite alarming fictional portrayals of contact. Um, H.G. Wells wrote, The fear I felt was so rational fear, but a was no sorry was no rational fear but a panic terror describing his narrator's response to a martian invasion in war of the worlds so there's all these i mean obviously we've seen so many movies where people are like you know aliens are coming everyone freaks the fuck out like right away mm-hmm. but this is actually saying in real life people would just be like yeah let's so you're saying unlike the response in the oscar winning best movie ever mars attacks <laughs> oscar winning <laughs> Oscar debuted winning in, I think, on 1922. <laughs> that is all, also a fact. Yes, we say a lot of facts. Radio play first, I yeah. believe. Do not email us with fact corrections. I want next week's podcast to open with you doing a five-minute explanation. Okay, guys, so uh, Chris Thiele was not in Mars Attacks. <laughs> but listen to that song. Listen to that song. Listen to Nickel chance. Creek's The Lighthouse Tale. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I wonder if, you know, life is so... It's, it, it's we're in such an interesting time where like things seem very bleak in in so many areas of life as well i mean obviously it's easy to dwell on all the bad shit happening in life because the news only really talks about that shit um but but there is a real discomfort in the world right now i think across the board i don't know if it's this is like the darkest times we've had but there's definitely some some uh, you know, some terrible shit happening. And so I feel like the, the idea of aliens coming to visit us is almost like a beacon of hope. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, thank, thank God there's something else. Maybe they could help us, yeah. you know, maybe they could set us straight. I mean, there's a bunch of theories out there, uh, especially in, in regards to if they have the capability to do so, we would have already met them. So a lot of people are saying it doesn't; they don't exist, intelligent life, because they would have already been here already, which is an interesting take on it. It is for sure. Um, but then you got, and then there's the if they did make it to us, is it to harvest our resources or is it to research, Just communicate, make, communicate and, yeah. right? And I I tend to think that. Uh, my uneducated, idealistic point of view is that I think I would also have a positive reaction to them showing up. I think yeah. until I see some big ass thing in the sky and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and, it's, and it's terrifying and like yeah, you... I think that like too with the War of the Worlds situation, that was like in an era where like if your kid walked out of the house, you didn't know where your kid was. Like they didn't have cell phones. There was no connected. Like we weren't connected to anybody. And I think with the internet and like the uh, the amount of information we have and like the amount of like we know more about the world now than we do. And I think because of that, the idea of there being a visitor to the world is like, okay, we kind of got this a little bit would be maybe like, that's why they freaked out. Cause it's like, what would you do? You're living in your such a, it was a smaller world back then. Uh, Steve, did now. you say 1922 was war of the worlds? The radio play? I didn't say that. That was me just making a joke. Oh, uh, um, you said the movie, but it was, it was, it was in between 
World Wars, I believe, or it was somewhere around them. I mean, yeah. anywhere in the early when 1900s. War of the Worlds was broadcast. Yeah. You mean? Let me get a uh, so you have 1897. That... Oh God, even before 1897. Oh, wait, hang on, actually, 1897 was when it was oh, published. No. Published. It was serialized in a magazine, and in it, it says here it was written between 1895 and 1897, and the radio version. <coughs> um. Excuse me, everybody. I'm so sorry. Interesting. There's Wikipedia is not. Um, hmm. I'm sure if you just looked up uh, War of the Worlds radio disaster <laughs> or panic. Um, Here we go. The most famous or infamous adaptation is the 1938 radio broadcast that was narrated and directed by Orson Welles. So we're like right. We're we're in some some bad financial times going into a lot of tension in the world um, post World War One and all that type of strife. So I think people were probably on edge anyways. And then that comes out and technology again wasn't ubiquitous like it was like it is now in the so people probably still thought the radio was cool and weird just as much as they did um television starting to come out movies like that like yeah they thought they were groundbreaking yeah imagine that coming out over the airwaves when that's that was back in the day where you'd sit around with your family and just listen Mm -hmm. to the radio right and and, uh, they they say famously that people (laughs) that it caused a lot of uh public outrage and Mm -hmm. and terror and and people were even there's even I don't know how true it is, but they were even saying that people were like committing suicide and like jumping out of windows and stuff because they were that terrified that this this was actually happening. Oh boy! You told me the um, about that podcast, and I forget the name of it. Maybe we can remember uh, as you t- as I tell you this, but it was about the um, it was about the the candid camera guy, and it was about how Whoa, what the candid oh. camera uh, like franchise the sh- started. The series? Yeah, like a little bit after World War Two, and it was a similar thing where people didn't get it they never seen that kind of like fiction before where it was just messing with real people and uh and it ended up being that like the, the guy who i'm gonna butcher it and and i do you remember what it was it was a you're it, it you're was reminding a, a part of my brain that is now just flickering that i, I yeah. watched it it was the same yeah. podcast that talked about the nuke codes uh and explained the guy that's who right got, yeah and i we're blanking on it yep. and that sucks yep. but Anyway, wow, I would love to hear that. Maybe, really this will be, maybe this will be my correction next week. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Because I'll, I'll look it up. Um, <laughs> but sure. anyway, it was basically about how this guy who created Candid Camera ended up going on a, being on a plane to Cuba, and a, um, somebody, people started to recognize him, and they were like, oh my God, you're from Candid Camera. Da, da, da. And he, this is like back in whatever. And the, then there was a hostage attack that happened, or a, the plane was taken over by a hostage, and the entire crew on the plane was they like, it was we fake. know what you're doing, yeah. we know what you're doing, That's and he right. was like, stop, he was like, this is not, this <laughs> yeah. is not, yeah. Oh, shit. And then he ended up, they ended up um, uh, landing the plane, and then there was like authorities waiting to get this guy off and like to arrest him or whatever, and then Whoa. as he's walking, people are just like pissed at him because they thought that it was fake the entire time mm-hmm. and he was did, trying to inform them that it in fact was not fake and when, in wait, fact yeah. when real. did he get the the real information out there when did when did he i think it was out when they landed and they saw that there was actual authority yeah this there. wasn't something being filmed this was this host right but what i'm saying is is like afterwards people probably went and like told everybody that like this fucker was making shit up on this plane Right, like that must no, have no, been. No, when they landed, they figured they out. Figured that out it was oh, they real. figured out that it was real right away. Okay, yeah, good. Because the good, authorities good. were all like, "We got," it, and they were like, "Once Rah. they landed." But you in don't the think air? they were still like, "Oh, come on, now you got the cops involved." <laughs> I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. What's the budget now on this? I'm being this guy's going far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's a regular Logan Paul. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a interested in what you're 
your take is on this, Elliot? Oh, the they pl- should now we're ta- again we're talking to I think two different realms. There's the realm of they show up and there's big ass ships or floating cubes or whatever the hell it is, and we're like, dude, aliens, obviously. And then there's the realm where oh we have a we have a rover on another planet and they definitely found life, be it microscopic or whatever, because that's still microscopic life. I think I feel so good and happy. I think I get so excited. I love that idea. I love the idea of like basic life. That's like evolving on its own incrementally while we're over here. I think it's beautiful. If ships show up in the sky, uh, I'm going to be terrified for sure. There's Mm -hmm. no way it it will. I think I'd, um, I think I would, I'd lose, I'd I'd lose my mind for at least 48 hours. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would be like, okay, what now? But for 48 hours, I'm going off the grid and I'm not talking. I just like the thought of you just in a corner, just hovering. And then right at 48 hours, you just go, oh, we're good. Yeah, I think that's what it'd be. All right. Well, now what do we do? Uh, Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting for the, 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 on the religious side of things to see how people respond. I think it's interesting on the religious side of things if, it's microscopic. Like, oh, absolutely! Uh, I, I'd just love to be in some of those. Oh rooms. my god! Yeah. Hey guys, how are we gonna how are we gonna take but ownership you know, for this? If there's one thing I think that is, <laughs> is yeah, how do we how do we spin this? Well, it's really yeah. easy. They would because they they the like the well, creationist God's umbrella. Yeah, they don't care about any science. So what God's they would umbrella do is, is my just... favorite Raffi song. <laughs> <laughs> they would probably say that God planted the the or that the devil planted the uh, the microbes or whatever. And oh right, there. right. They, and <laughs> sure, then, sure. And when we would be like. What do you mean the devil planted the mic? What a cheeky on the devil! Yeah, yeah, he's dude. He was. Where's hilarious. the science to back that? All up. the dino bones that he hid. <laughs> scientists, br- uh, <laughs> scientists brush microbes for fingerprints. Find Satan's fingerprints. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great Guys. onion headline. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap, man! Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, I, there was an Onion article or something that said like uh, AR-15 rifle took man out to dinner and it was pleasant or something. I don't know. It was like <laughs> yeah, some kind yeah. of like I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, politics. Uh, but so how would you, Joe? Did you were you just basically asking Elliot like how would you react? Well, that's what, kind you, of the question you were. Okay, asking, so that's right? what I want to know. Like, yeah. how would you guys actually react? Like, what would be your individual reactions like I said, to I- an alien? Idealistically, like I'm, I think there's a part of me if that they're at that level of intelligence, they're not coming here to annihilate us. I, I just don't think it would be worth their time. Yeah. Um, their time. There is a pronoun that I shouldn't be assuming they want me to use. <laughs> And um, that's when they blow us together. That's when they take they're us like, out oh, right there. They're like, we don't want to visit <laughs> this place. Um, so like the idealistic part of me, yes, thinks it would be a positive experience, hopefully on some level. But I'm also in the same camp as Elliot. If I saw a big ass thing in the, the sky, all at Independence Day, I'm, I'm what the? Yeah. Well, I love, um, Man, I love uh, District 9. District 9's like, yeah take on on, oh, on that so good. and it's so oscar good. nominated district nine <laughs> that is fact um For is it what? oscar nominated oh yeah Best it was movie. it was you're right yeah i think it uh, might have been the first year they did 10 that may not be fact but it's close um, it's around there but yeah i just love it it's like this ship shows up everyone's freaking out it's just not moving mm-hmm. and nobody knows what's going on so like i think even months go by and they've just been like it's just floating there and so finally they send like researchers up to like take a look at it and then they like 
they find a way to like get inside and there's just like all these like refugee aliens that are like sick a, and they're just like right below it it turns into a reservation yeah like, they like bring the aliens down because they, yeah. they're like malnourished and they're like they're just stuck I haven't seen it in but, so long oh, but then so, they put him in the slums it's so good they put just, him in the slums because it's like a it's like a refugee camp because they're like well where else are we gonna well, put and these and it's prejudice and racism like, it, it yeah. is it's, it's, a, it's a commentary it's so good it's very Rod Serling Twilight Zone that movie's awesome. It's so, so, so good. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I just but, remember that movie yeah. being like two movies side by side because the first part is like this social commentary, beautiful thing, and then the second half is this insane action. Yeah, it's almost like a documentary at first. Yeah, I love it. I, that's such a good I want to yeah. rewatch that. It's oh, been so it's long. It's so good. So. You guys so, just so want to leave it, re- let's leave this running. And, and just go, go watch, watch District 9. That's fine. Yeah. 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 I would love that. Okay, yeah. really In good. fact, maybe they could just watch District 9 with us. Mm-hmm. Did oh, you know that before, what is it, Charlotte Copley? Charlotte Copley was in the lead role or picked for it it was actually Garrison Keillor what and then Chris Thiele wow you should listen to that song (laughs) (laughs) it's called Photograph by Nickelback what is the worst bridge of all time Joe Uh, Galloping Gertie Um, so yeah, I, I feel like, uh, I love that take on an alien, uh, arrival to earth, but personally I feel like I would be so happy. I'd be so excited just because like, you know, I'm a big nerd. I like the idea of like alien life and new technology and like sharing technological marvels with us and like potentially like helping us as a society and and you know uh teaching us so many things and um so i would instantly just become so excited about it but what if he or she or it arrived in a space jalopy and it wasn't good technology. Oh, it's He's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the Even Winnebago better. from Spaceballs. <laughs> it's the <laughs> yeah. He's just coming down out of the sky. <laughs> you hear it cursing on the way down. I mean, I think it's God damn shit. <laughs> uh, I, you know, honestly, I think I, I think, I think <laughs> an aliens here, you guys. I think an angry just, alien. And is I here. hear it say it's speaking clear English. <laughs> just curse. <laughs> I think I heard him say goddamn shit. <laughs> First thing an alien is said on Earth? God damn ship! What if that's the first <laughs> in the history books? That's uh, the first. <laughs> I also love the term space jalopy. Yeah, yeah, me oh too. Oh my god! Uh, I wonder if there's something to, to be said for the fact that like we all like we were talking about a little bit before the podcast, where it's like we're living in crazy time, or maybe we're talking about it on the podcast. We we're living in crazy times right now, but I sometimes think about how like our parents. Also, growing up, they would always be like, these are crazy times that we're living mm-hmm. right now. And then their parents were always like, these are crazy times right now. Yeah. And I think in, there's something to the idea of an alien arrival that's confirmation that, oh, no, okay, we are special. Yeah, this we is different. We get the crazy times. Yeah, this is, <laughs> right. this is us because we don't really know. Like, as crazy as things are right now, we weren't there during, like, the communist scare. We weren't hiding under our desks when we thought bombs were going to be. No. Like, we don't really have that perspective. So if aliens were to come, it would be absolute proof of nothing. Nothing, if nothing else, the fact that we're living in very unique times. We're better. Sorry, mom and dad. Exactly. <laughs> we live for the aliens. We got mom. aliens. <laughs> yeah. Like the even the millennium thing. I remember like being alive for the turn of the millennium and thinking like how cool that was and how crazy that was. And it's like to be the only humans to see aliens would be the coolest thing. I think it's just as cool that we got Smash Mouth's All Star. <laughs> You're not wrong. In our generation. And have you heard the song um, Nickel Creek by... Okay. By Nickelback. By Nickelback. Right. By Garrison Keillor. By Garrison Keillor. Berenstain Keillor. Garrison Keillor got in trouble for going up to a kid and going, hey, let me get that Nickelback. <laughs> hey, give me my Nickelback. That's so, that's so like defamation. There's no, That's not what happened at all. 
Uh, it was a bad joke. <laughs> I just want, like, I. it is really sad to think about how, like, if aliens existed, well, they would have already arrived. I, I like, but but I mean, some contend that they already have. Some contend they already have, Ooh. and some contend that they they still are here in some way. And uh, oh my god, hiding have so many conspiracy theorists, oh, ancient yeah. alien emails. I love. Oh, it. I can't Bring wait. It. I can't wait. Um, That's there's nothing not fun about that. I will read every one of those things. It's so. Fun. But you know, we we use our like crazy super telescopes, and we see like planets that have like the, almost the exact same makeup of like an Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, but like we can't study it because it's so far away. But like, I don't know, could be another planet just like ours over there. I know. I was looking at photos from the Hubble telescope today. It's insane when you're oh, really yeah. look at those things. Oh, absolutely. So like, yeah. Oh, we really are. What happened? No, I was just laughing at the idea of a scientist running into another scientist's office and going, Dan, Dan, I found something on the crazy super telescope. <laughs> <laughs> Which super telescope? The crazy one. The super one? The, the second crazy, one. The super crazy one. super one. <laughs> Who named our telescopes? There's Gary. the crazy super telescope. Gary, I think, named them. Okay, there's the telescope, the cool telescope. <laughs> that one's just clear. Yeah. <laughs> Glass. And there's cool. There's LED lights on it. And then there's the super cool telescope. And then there's the That's super. Got a fog machine on it. There's awesome. a crazy super the cool crazy telescope. The crazy super cool. St- the reason why it's crazy is because it'll show you things you weren't pointing at. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it'll show you what's behind you. Yeah, it's it'll crazy. show you what you've always wanted. Oh my gosh! Um, but anyway, I I really like it. I like talking about aliens. It's one of my fun, uh, my favorite things. I would when love I'm with to know. pals and such to like talk about. Is there life out there? Yeah, I'd be really curious to see how people people reacted. Yep. I definitely think it'd be a very good good litmus test yeah. of where we're at. There's yeah. a lot of. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get political at all, but there's a lot of people that are upset that of all the things Trump has said or done or gets to do is that he may actually know. <laughs> like I know. <laughs> of all the things. He was granted with that information, and everybody's just yeah. like, damn it! <laughs> and it's probably one of those things where they're just like, they're like Trump's in a meeting room, and they're like, okay, so we got to get this out of the way. Um, on March 3rd, uh, 1963. <laughs> a space jalopy fell out of the sky. Definitely a space jalopy fell out <laughs> of the sky. His first words were, were God goddamn ship. ship. We uh, spotted it on our crazy cool telescopes. <laughs> Which we'll show you next. Because they're just crazy cool. <laughs> it goes aliens. That's not even for you. That's just for me. I, you got to see them. telescopes. Uh, and then he gets briefed on like <laughs> Afghanistan. I do like thinking that like as soon as you become the president, they like show you the full JFK film. Oh and then yeah, they tell you about aliens and shit. Like that's probably very oh, not true. That was um, fun, guys. That was good. I think it's great that if anybody knows, he knows because if we're gonna, he's find the one out, that's gonna tell everyone. When he too. gets mad enough, yeah, we'll find it. We'll find it. Oh, I tweet. guess that's true. He'll just tweet about it. Guys, yeah. no, there's no Russian collusion. Aliens are real. <laughs> I know. And then it's like, what do you believe? You know, which you know, I yeah. Good then point. we're gonna be like, prove it. And he's gonna be like, I can't prove it. Um. All right, Elliot. What do you got, baby? baby? Um. Nothing really uh, as specific as that. I just I've been really excited lately about the um this business that we're starting. Um, and we're, we're, people have been asking about us doing a YouTube video and we are going to be doing that hopefully on, uh, this week, uh, this upcoming week. And we're going to be put, putting that on the YouTube channel and answering questions and all that fun stuff. Post haste. Um, yeah. We've been doing the Patreon thing and just like, I feel like the way that we've gone about doing this has been, I'm very proud of us. I think it's, I think it, there's something to it that even we don't realize in terms of just like how much of like the future it is, is like shitty as this setup is. And it's like, actually it's not, I didn't mean it that way. Steve, are you um, okay? 
I didn't. <sighs> what, Elliot? I don't know. I don't know. Just stop. Steve is sad. Elliot said bad things about the setup that we're really doing this podcast on. These are the real lyrics. How are these the lyrics? <laughs> you just start talking to yourself after every line, responding to the line before. Um, yeah, wow, I don't know uh, what happened to the song there. But. but like, as like rough around the edges as everything that we uh, we're doing is, it, we're like able to open up a business account and get things figured. out. I like all of it. I think it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, we exciting. adulted real quick. Yeah, and we're learning very quickly, and so uh, it's just been. I think it's cool. I think we're we're uh, gonna set ourselves up to be able to do exactly what everybody is excited about and what we're excited. Well, about. and I love too that like we we're always thinking of like new ways to like make this cooler and and more awesome, and also like. Cover our mistakes. Cover our mistakes and such, and and make goods and 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 those things as well. But but I think we're even like planning on, like heading out into the world pretty soon too. Like I know we can't we'll really head. talk about anything yet. Yeah, but, but we'll we'll have an announcement. Yeah, stay soon. tuned. I think I think the magic of it all and something that I think excited us all from the start was being able to build this thing from the ground up, create the foundation, put up the walls, yada yada yada. Uh, furnish our little house together with an audience that is invested with yeah. us and taking the journey with us. And yeah. it's been really important for all of us um, as much as humanly possible to be incredibly transparent on with how we're building this thing. And, and, and again, the mistakes, the, the achievements like celebrate with the people that are helping us make this happen, but also uh, let them see the mistakes and let them see what it takes. I mean, the fact that we live streamed opening a business account <laughs> is the dumbest, it's very best dumb. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. And I also think there's something to be said too for the a level of transparency. It's like, we're not, we can't, we literally can't, like with the live stream, we kept it muted. There's certain things that we just can't, be yeah. transparent about, but you also, everyone I think knows that. And so it's like, I think we're being as open and, and uh, uh, transparent as possible, but we're also just like, I think we're doing it really smartly. And I don't think that's the right word, but um, it's so cool. I, I just keep thinking about the show that we're going to do. And I keep thinking about actually filming it and the stuff that we're going to make and the antics that we're going to get into. Golly antics, gee. good and, lord. So um, many antics. And I mm. think the bits and I think the, the, the riffs are going to be just top notch. I really do. And uh, oh boy, yeah, good job. I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> you don't feel good. What's but wrong, I, I'd like to give a sponsor a shout out to Afrin, a nasal spray that uh, <laughs> makes you feel loopy, but does clear your nasal passages. And you shouldn't take it more than twice in a twenty-four hour period. And I'm going on four. <laughs> How do you feel? Um, I feel good, man. It's weird because I can breathe, but I sound terrible. And I'm getting on a plane tomorrow. And I'm not. Is that the thing you spray right into your nose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's got green green cap or something. It's like a w- little bottle. No, yeah. that's, that's yeah, yeah. green cap. That's, oh, green uh, cap. Green, oh, cap. green cap. Nasal spray. <laughs> green cap has some good peas and, and uh, green beans Have also. Have you guys uh, ever neti potted? No. Yeah, well, man. Tell, I, you've I've done, done it. Done it scares it. me. It's I, so weird. No way, man. Uh-uh. Not in and out my nose. Get out of my nasal cavity. It's we insane. Should, we should watch some neti pot videos no, we should not. on YouTube. It's like, man, people swear by it, but I know. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it did it like I did have like a pretty bad head cold and I um excuse me, and I neti potted and it just like brought everything inside my nasal cavity out. 
Like it actually worked really, really well. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a nutty pot if things get bad. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the outs, then. <laughs> <laughs> Things um, are, when things get real bad, you just neti pot and everything's fine. <laughs> Green cap it. Is there a neti pot for when um, your tummy hurts? Oh, you just put in your belly button? <laughs> Dude, you know those people are like, I don't take medicine. I like to just let the illness work its way through me. I could not be more of an opposite way of that. Like, the put, moment, like, put it all in me. I'm like, yeah, I take Oh, you go to the doctor right away? I don't go to the doctor. I just do over-the-counter stuff. I think but, that's like, the I other side. I think, I think there's the two sides of the spectrum are, that sounds like in between. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I, think I guess t- I'm not right? a hypochondriac. Yeah, yeah, like the two sides are like hypochondriac. Like you are at the doctor every day of the week oh, because no. you've got like some new thing you want to check out. Or like you're on the oh, whole other end where you're like, I can beat this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not definitely that. not either of those. I can sleep <laughs> off like, this cancer. If there's like some like spray or something or a cough drop that can alleviate like the symptom, then I do that immediately. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, and to further your point, I think it's... Uh, I also agree with that what we're doing is super exciting, and I kind of liken us to the uh, the the rooster teeth model a little bit, which I really like. Which is have a awesome connection with a fan base that you wanna you wanna build something with and do it together, and then don't rely on the platforms on which you're putting yeah. your content on. Let, let those platforms be a little bit more. That's of what it is. Yeah, your passive um, way to build your business while you're building it with. A fan base that is there because they want to be. Yeah, like I want us to be really smart about everything, and I want us to like pay attention to what the algorithm and all that stuff is on YouTube. And maybe we do slightly longer videos than we would normally do. Maybe we like, you know, we'll we'll make it look nice. We'll do the metadata and all that stuff. But I never want to be the people who have to be like, well, because of the so and so, we ended up. First and foremost, we make ourselves happy. Secondly, we make our patrons and the people that are doing with this this with us happy. And we we're all just proud of the stuff that we're doing. Some of it will be on YouTube. Some of it will be on Twitch. Some of it will be a podcast. Like we all. Also want to do a multi-platform attack because we don't want to be yeah uh, hostages to the changes in the rules of one thing we just want to make cool crap what was that article, it everywhere what was that thing that you sent that facebook thing that mark zucker or not mark zucker it was just a facebook thing it was I a, guess. it was an article about how facebook is killing comedy oh i didn't see that um and it, it basically just is went this to, your topic joe no but it's actually elliot's but i jumped yeah. on it um but you <laughs> know you more about here? it well the facebook article was kind of just uh, commenting on how Facebook and how big its reach now is and how it's got its claws and everything. And it's basically the internet for a subset of people. I would say the common folk using the internet, like Facebook, they will even say, I got on the internet today and it's Facebook. But Facebook is this, they're creating algorithms and they're telling people what to watch based on their newsfeed changes and yada, yada, yada. And however they want to change up their show pages and present content. Um, you are, you're a hostage to what, Facebook wants to put out. I guess into the that's world. true. Yeah, you, you, they cure. It's like curating yeah, content their for you. Yeah, is 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 either putting people up on a pedestal or not putting their stuff out there at all. Yeah. So for us, I think having a multi-platform attack, but gravitating it around people that um, are patrons, I guess. Uh, I think it's the smartest thing to do going forward. You know, I what? I, I, I kind of have a, a a thought about the whole like. There's this whole like political argument of like your Twitter timeline is only fit like you fill it with only the things you want to hear. Like if you're like a like a super left side liberal, you're like your timeline is just liberal stuff and just like you don't even like look at anything pertaining to the That's other side. That's why I of make it. sure I 
follow as many That's on the other saying. side, like, even if they madden the, me. The other side of that is, and even with this Facebook thing where it's like, you know, they're curating content for you based on what you look at, what you like, what your, mm-hmm. even your Google searches and shit. Um, you know, I think it's important that Facebook shouldn't be your one-stop shop for news. Facebook shouldn't be your internet, like Joe was saying. Like right. People are using Facebook as the internet. Twitter shouldn't be your one-stop shop for news. Yeah. You should, you know, whatever. Use Facebook, use Twitter, realize that they're pushing their algorithms in your face and you're cur- they're curating content for you based on your search habits and such. But also, like, go look for information. Like, go research stuff. Ooh, that takes work. Steve. I know it does. Are you kidding me? It does, but it's worth it. It it it, it makes this you is, um, it makes you uh, more aware of things and like read the places that are like bias and read the places yeah. that are like in between and like mm-hmm. read everything. Read like, Mother Jones and then go read uh, Breitbart. Read all of them. Yeah, or at then, least peruse them. Yeah, see what do they're it. Talking. Just look. It's, I'll, well, dude. I like. I will go to r slash the Donald. Mm-hmm. Like just to see like what their perspectives on all this stuff is. I mean, everybody's so mad. And to about... agree with them, we know where you stand. Of course, I agree with them. I Hard agree with right. everything they say. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an incredible Republican. I donated to the NRA this month. So um, is that too? Should I cut that joke? <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked okay, it. good, good. Um, <laughs> but I, uh... the thing is, is like I'll go to the Donald and I'll be like, okay, so Donald Trump said something like incredibly stupid today. Which is almost every day, but and and so like I'll go to the Donald and just see what their perspective is on it, and just see like smart. What are all of these like people? What are these people that absolutely stand behind Trump think about these tweets? Like you know, it's it's perfectly normal and fine. You you learn a lot of perspectives, and you start you start my, to tolerate shit a little bit my easier. Favorite um, utilization that I've had with Facebook personally is um, this last year. It doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're you're on. It's been crazy in one way or another for the left, for the right, for the middle. Like it's just been a crazy year, a crazy, cool telescope year <laughs> um, with lights and a fog and machine it, <laughs> with a cool. goddamn spaceship. <laughs> um, God. Just an alien <laughs> tentacle. Yeah. God damn. I've got. Uh, <laughs> He gets all the way fine, but our atmosphere just (laughs) kind of screws up his antenna. And he blames the spaceship for it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a poor craftsman that blames his soldier. Like, yeah, uh, this guy's got some growth to do, some Uh personal growth. (laughs) Um, Sorry. I have an awesome cross section on my my Facebook, and it's, you know, it's we have the LA super libtards that we are surrounded with here. Is that one of Shea Carl's new channels? (laughs) Libtards. (laughs) Uh, and then I, you know, I hail from Montana and I went to school in Eastern Washington and that's typically a red area and communist. Uh, yes. Very, very, <laughs> very Marxist. Mm-hmm. The red um, vine from uh, war of the worlds. Remember that red weed or whatever yeah, that was yeah. like everywhere. <laughs> but I like to, I just like to kind of throw a question out there. Like, uh, what is, I just want civil conversation. What do you all think of Betsy DeVos and her, her approach oh, on yeah. education? And I'm like, keep it civil, blah, blah, blah. And people do. And I just I've learned a lot from both sides just seeing a lot of back and forth conversation. Yeah, and it's opened my eyes a lot. It's nice to just talk. Yep. Yep. It really is. Like even if there's like a friend of yours that you're like, oh man, he believes this or that about this, like just open a dialogue and just be like, we're all sharing this freaking planet together. 
You're not going to change someone's mind who's who grew up a certain way until the space jalopy shows just up. Until until the space jalopy um, shows up, just have a conversation and just you know you don't agree with it, just fucking move on, man. I was thinking about like um, on the way over here. I was listening to Ben Folds, and there's a song called yeah, I Cologne. Love, I love some Ben Folds, and it says uh, there's some lyrics he says where he says uh, says here an astronaut put on a pair of diapers and drove 18 hours to kill her boyfriend. Um, and he said it's about him in a hotel room by himself. And he goes, I'm wondering if you read that story too. And if we're both, if we both might be having the same imaginary conversation about it. And I was like, first of all, that's great writing because who doesn't do that? You read it and like you have some lost love and you're like, I wonder what we'd be talking about. That's really sweet. <laughs> but then it's also referenced an actual news story, which was we an covered that in source. Yeah, bed. unbelievable. Oh, funny. And I remember what a gift that was. Like yep. an absolute, yep. I was like, I want it. And, <laughs> It was like uh, it's so it's a beautiful moment of, of human absurdity, mm-hmm. and uh, but the, what the line that stuck with me the most was I'm wondering if you read that story too, and it, and the assumption that someone else would read a story is no longer where I operate from. I operate from we we see a hashtag, we see tweets about it, and we, we all glean know. the story retroactively, yeah. and that's not good. No. And I do that all the time because it's like like you're saying like it's too much energy yep. and half the time i really don't care that much so it's like it's very difficult to be like let me get into fine you know get into the weeds but yeah it's crazy it's a it's a nutty world that let we're me ask in. you guys a question though if i if i can ask you guys just a quick question on the podcast right now oh, do, do it do you guys think that when uh when ben folds plays cards and when he's about to uh nope Do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think when he's when he when he's not gonna play the round of cards, he says Ben folds? I think he sends it. That was really good time. Do you think Ben folds folds? (laughs) Do you think he just goes Ben folds? He probably does. He just drops the cards. It's Ben. I bet he does it every time. I hope he does. Right? <laughs> or at least he maybe did it. Leave when he the was... mash theme on loop the entire time. <laughs> just and he's like... just like <laughs> And do you guys think Ben folds when he's playing poker? He probably says or it he says every hand yeah. regardless. He's like Ben folds. <laughs> Psych royal flush. <laughs> do you think if Ben folds is playing blackjack though and he gets two eights, he goes, Ben splits. <laughs> he just <laughs> Do you think that when he's at home and he's <laughs> he's taking the laundry out of the dryer, he goes, Hey honey. Ben folds. <laughs> today Ben folds. Oh. <laughs> Honey, sit down. Today. Sorry, everyone. Today Ben folds. <laughs> Take a load off. <laughs> and then when she cries, he comes up to her and he goes, he embraces her and goes, Ben holds. <laughs> I like it. But then, but then she says something a little out of line. And he goes, No. And he goes, Ben scolds. Ben <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Ben can holds, but he can scolds. Yeah. Like, and you don't know what Ben you're going to get. Do you think that Ben ever feels a certain way if he's like, feels maybe like I do right now? Like, maybe he feels a little, uh, what do you guys? Like, Ben's colds. There it is. (laughs) Got it. Yeah, He's but got, like that you, works just as well. Like every time Ben gets sick in his life, we refer to those days as Ben's colds. Ben's colds. <laughs> yeah. But then, Ben's colds. Kives. Like, there's that one time <laughs> that it gets a bug that's a little bit more serious than people realize, and Ben dies. But nobody knows he died because he's in his room alone. 
And he doesn't live with anybody. His kids have grown up. His wife's divorced, gone, whatever. And after like a week of <laughs> Oh no. De- oh decaying, no, Joe. This like, Ben Moltz? Ben Moltz. <laughs> Wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, um, he's um, a singer-songwriter who's changed my life. Uh, he's <laughs> he's helped me through. If you ever go through a divorce, he is a plus. Oh. Oh. Um, Joe, what's your topic, man? Oh man, that was fun. If I hope Ben listens to that, because yeah, I hope I don't think Ben. Any, are you guys he on a first be, name basis? That could be the honest to God, the worst representation of who we are and our comedic <laughs> abilities that we've ever done. I was really proud with where we went. <laughs> I think we had fun. I think for us knowing that we we're purposefully being bad, but I just imagine Ben Foles being like, "I don't think these guys are very funny." Like, I'm gonna write a song about it and crush their hearts later. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna talk about um, playgrounds hmm. specifically. Actually, specifically, oh, play, be good. playground equipment. I'm coming hot with the fluff today, everybody. I was at the school. Uh, I took my kids for a bike ride. We went to my daughter's school, and they leave it open on the weekend so you can play on the playground. Um, however, their playground sucks, and it sucked for the last five years. It's just nothing. It's like a one monkey bar and then a, a balance beam and a couple of those bars that you can, like, girls will flip so it's around like a on. sad excuse for a playground yeah and four swings that's it as far as equipment goes and then there's some four square stuff and some hot scotch right and it got me thinking one uh somebody needs to donate a lot of money to the school so they can have a real friggin playground uh i don't have it otherwise i would um and then secondly i was like it, it brought me back to when i was a kid and when i was running around on the school grounds as a young lad with my friends laughing and gallivanting and I wanted to ask you guys, when you were growing up, and now, what do you think is the best piece of playground equipment? I got the dumbest, worst answer, and what is the the truest to me as a person? Filled your heart with joy when you were a kid and you were on the playground running around. Can I go? You can go. Go I knew. I knew the moment you said I'm going to talk about playground equipment, and this is the stupidest, worst thing. Oh, so you know, like you already, you're, you've been taken back in your mind. You're happy. I know exactly what it is. I remember being a kid, and the playgrounds that I liked the most were the jungle gyms that had a little captain ship wheel. (laughs) Oh hell yeah! (laughs) Where you could climb up to it. Yeah, you climb up, and then you get to pretend to be the captain. Yeah, I would do that. Ooh, all the time. Was it a pirate ship or a space jalopy? Oh, it, well, <laughs> I varied back and forth, but you know, with the space jalopy, the language got a little colorful for uh-huh, the other kids. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, I like the uh, the pirate, uh, the pirate, or just like pretending to like steer it. But um, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing that I've always been a loner. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would know, you race to it? Like when the bell rang, would you race to be the first one? I've on, always on been a non-competitive wheel? loner. Well, who was your first? <laughs> I've always mate? waited who politely. Your, who was your first mate, Elliot? I think my first mate was named Elliot. He was an Elliot Rodriguez's uh, uh, Puerto Rican boy. Is an imaginary friend named Elliot? An imaginary Puerto Rican boy? No, I think my first friend was a girl. My first best friend was a girl. That's named so Elliot? Her name woke. was Rachel. Yeah, it was very, huh? it was very uh, yeah, I had a big crush on her. Well, what grade? I think like first. First wow. grade, Rachel. Was she your first love? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Was it that oh. legitimate kid, kid love where you know now that it wasn't love, but it doesn't dismiss the feeling that it was love? It was whatever it could have been. It was yeah. the most of whatever it could have been. Yeah. It was love, a love that you had at the time. Like we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did that take the I'm love sorry. away? I'm or? sorry for that language, everybody. I just felt like it was clean. That was a good joke. I feel like uh, I've experienced love at first sight. 
once in my life. And it was legit love at first sight. And it was, it, it, it ensnared my heart and didn't let go for like two, three years. Holy shit. It was in kindergarten, literally like a, like a movie. She walked in, I saw her motion. Yeah, dude, I swear to God. And I was in love. Isn't that crazy? Infatuated for, for years. Did you make a move? Um, no, but, but the seating chart made a move for me like halfway through the year and I got to sit next to her. Probably didn't say a word. What? So did you, you never talked to her? I, I talked to her on the last day of school. Had the that last guy. day of school. What'd you say? We again. This is like movie level stuff. Were you like building up to it? No, just like I was always just shy. I'm a shy guy. I've never been. You were just like that's just a, a girl I love, but I'm never gonna do anything about it. Yeah, I guess I didn't understand what that was. Yeah, or what to do with at that. Six. Yeah. Uh, but we were the last two to be picked up by our parents on the last day of school, so we're just kind of sitting outside Whoa. talking. And I remember going, "So, uh, you excited for next year?" And she goes, "Oh yeah." Um, I'm going to the other school and my heart just oh, that was shattered it. and melted. And then she got into her, her car and drove away until she came back in sixth grade and I wasn't in love anymore. You guys didn't fuck? No, none of that. Wow. That's crazy, man. That yeah. you didn't talk the entire time until that. I mean, class. if I did, it didn't stick with me. Sure. Yeah. yeah selective memory. But you remember that moment? Cause I remember the a... first moment and the last moment for sure. And it's crazy that you guys were the last two to get uh-huh. picked up. It was a total movie situation. And then also it was a total movie situation in, in the fact that, you know, you, you're going to go through ups and downs and changes and, and, and uh, periods of your life. And that period was over when she started going to the other yeah. school. Yep. And then I had, I moved on and then I fell in love with the girl that was on a baseball team with a bunch of boys that could do a backflip. And I was like, hell yeah, that's yeah. rad. Can I tell you guys that I was like in, in to get back on the topic about playground equipment and mm-hmm. such. I, um, I couldn't, I wasn't into like climbing very high up uh-huh. cause I was very uh-huh. afraid of Me heights too. and yeah, such. I so like I didn't really like, I never did like the jungle gym thing and I never did the climb up to the rocket ship control room <laughs> you, did, the, you were like i don't need that yeah wheel. i didn't do it i think i it's even like ship. i think i even went up really high once and then couldn't come down on my own and like my uncle had to come get me and i was like really <laughs> freaking out i was really young um this is one of those secondhand stories too anyway but i i'm a sucker for a slide Ooh, i love a slide you ever burn but yourself a, on a metal oh, slide absolutely man and then and the thing is is metal slides were like all they had when yeah. you were a kid isn't that insane yeah. Metal. Why were they metal? A sheet metal that bakes in the sun. Yeah. It's like 400 and, degrees. And no one told us to be safe. Yeah. They were just like, go play, idiots. Guys. I remember like doing the thing where you try to like lift your legs up, and then as you went down, your butt was just like burn, 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 burn. And then right when you got up, it was like right at the, cre- the edge of burning permanently. Dude, a memory just came back to me that I haven't thought of in so long. Oh, you, just yeah, unlocked... you just had a synapse fire. I totally yes! did have a synapse fire. Yes! Share it. Let's get, get Dude, it out. Dude, uh, it. it's been it's... so long since one of these has happened to me. I'm ready to share this with this you guys. This is exciting. I believe I was in, oh man, maybe it was kindergarten even. So this has got to be like a way back memory. And I remember the slide, the metal slide, was like the coolest thing on the on the the in the um, recess area or like the play area for the kindergarten kids. And so everyone's taking turns on the slide, having a great time. And then um, at one point, a lot of us are sitting down at the bottom of the slide. We're just kind of playing with the sand or whatever and laughing and shit. And then all of a sudden, someone looks up and goes, Ew! Oh, no! And we all look up, and we look up 
the slide and there's just pee coming down the slide <laughs> and there's a kid sitting up at the top just like with his legs open and he's just like looking really bummed out <laughs> oh, and no. he just peed down just peed oh. completely but down the slide that wait, wait, kid wait, grew dude. up to be ben folds <laughs> so who is the no garrison keeler um garrison keeler yeah. i don't know if you guys will find it, out next week but the song brick is about ben folds peeing his pants at the yeah. top of the slide <laughs> yeah he didn't mean for it to be a political statement but it was <laughs> but i'll never forget the pee coming down the slide wait wait whipped it out no, no, it was just pants. through the pants. Oh, through the man. pants. I remember that, man. The kids who would pee in that sad, sad look yeah, on their face. Yeah, you're just like, there he goes. Ugh. I remember not being super judgy about it, too, because we it was something that like, like yeah, all that of us, sucks. Like, happens to all of us, man. Yeah. Like, or could it, if not him, it could have been me. Yeah, I, yeah. I got a hot slide story. When I was like in first grade. Hang I, on, let me take off my pants. Okay. Oh, you, pee- you peed. <laughs> he's a brick and he's peeing slow. Uh, so, so I went to a friend's house and they were having a pool party. And by a pool party in Montana, they had one of those like, uh, you know, those river. Li- yeah. In their backyard, they just had one of those like swing sets that you could buy at like a Target. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's all metal. It's yeah. got two swings yeah. and a slide, right? So I had that metal slide and they put that metal slide into like a, like a kiddie pool. They put the kiddie pool right up to it. So people were going down on it. Nobody was using it at the time, and I just got there. So the first thing that I did on this hot day was go up on the slide, and I went down it, and I've never felt a similar pain since. (laughs) And it was so bad, and I knew something was so wrong that I immediately jumped out of the pool and ran home, which was like half a mile. I just ran home because I was in so much pain. And I got to to home, and they were like, we got to go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. I don't want um, second degree. I don't know what it was. Incredibly horrible burns all up and down my booty Wow! to the point where it blistered up like everywhere. And for weeks, for weeks, my mom would have to corral her son who was freaking the hell out, pull his pants down and spray antiseptic spray all over it and just relive the pain over and over again for like, Again, two weeks. It was the Joe. worst. How old were you? I was like first, second grade. Oh my god! So when like friends would come over, my mom would be like, "It's time," and I'd be like, Ugh. and I didn't want to tell my friends what was going to happen, yeah. which was my mom ripping my shorts and off, spraying <laughs> your ass, dude. It was. Like, I got to go, worst. guys. My mom's got to burn me real fast, dude. Was it? Did it hurt to sit down yeah, and stuff? It was like, not a, oh, it was no. a fun time. So I've I've checked the slide ever since. Wow. I remember a memory where I was on the playground and a a volleyball or dodgeball I like looked up and it it nailed me directly in the face and instinctively I used to get nosebleeds a lot instinctively I put my hand under my nose and it's a really vivid image there's not much of a story to it but I just remember how it was like blood fell into my palm and I caught it but the way that it landed was like a perfect little Hershey kiss But I don't know. I don't know what the significance of that it is. It sounds I, like that was I, cartilage. I remember the first. Yeah, and it was this dark red, like syrupy blood. And then I remember the um, the uh, teacher just being like very matter of fact and like, okay, let's go. And I, then I was like, yeah, whatever. But I don't know. Wow, the violent. Not as nothing like that though. That's horrible, man. That's like the kind of kind man. of thing that it sticks with you. Yeah, uh, for sure. Joe, what 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 was your favorite piece of playground equipment? I went through a swing phase where yeah. we would, we would all belt to the Hell swings yeah. and this was before um the society got super litigious so we could still jump off of the swings. We could still kind of like Ugh. be little boys on. Where them. you'd like swing as high as you can go and then launch yourself yeah, off. Yeah, we'd of launch them. ourselves. Ugh. We'd we'd so do backflips. It was the best. It's cuz it's like you're flying. You're like free for that moment. Yeah. And we had the uh everybody has something different underneath the swings. The the, the safety floor, let's call it. Mm-hmm. We had little like 
very smooth pebbles where are like a lot of people oh, have wood chips a lot of people sand. have sand sand I've Florida. sand was mine and yeah. i think they take the sand away now because it just gets in all their crap and ah uh, that makes and, sense and their clothes and stuff so we had little pebbles anyways that we, we did swing phase and then i think just oh, straight up man is uh we our thing was called the big toy and the big toy was that like the amalgamation of like 20 different things together you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like there'd be monkey bars connected to two or oh, three slides. Right, 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 right. So it's kind of like the epicenter of the playground, right? And for years, for years, me and like four other people would show up like 45 minutes before school started and just play tag. Like lava, so like fun. ground is lava tag. And we were the crazy kids. So we would be the ones that would like to get away from each other, would jump to the top of the monkey bars and run across them. And these things were 10 feet in the air. And, and, just be madness, like American gladiators, level, <laughs> American ninja warrior stuff. And it was just this weird sense of freedom that uh, was really fun. Did you ever see that thing on the internet that was like, at some point in your life, like you went out to play with your friends for the last time? Oh my God, it's the worst thing. Yeah. And you didn't even realize you didn't realize it. it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even realize that you guys did your last like dodgeball game or you did your last like playground mm-hmm. romp. I never had that because I was switching around from private schools to public schools. So you didn't really oh, care about humble brag. No, I didn't really give a shit about humble brag. <laughs> I didn't really care about. I saw some of them coming up and they would say their names, try to be friendly. They said no, Attention not today. Attention all personnel. Report immediately to admitting ward and operating room. Attention all personnel. Report immediately to admitting ward. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jesus. I hope one day the intro ends and an episode starts playing. <laughs> you just sit and listen to it. <laughs> um, well, guys, that's it. That is it. We're Should an hour. We? We're we're way over an hour. I mean, not way over. Way over. But we are over. we are adequately over an we're hour. We're ad- adequately over an hour. So that's great. To our audience, I ask, what is your favorite piece of uh, playground equipment? And if you guys want to, and how would you react if you saw aliens? Yeah, yeah. And also, really react. Um, or, yeah. How do you think you would? Or how do you think people would? Is a fun. I'd like to know that. Yeah. How do you think society would react? That's a, mm. that's an interesting uh, yeah question. And what else rhymes with Ben Folds? Yeah, <laughs> you can you can just tweet at us with the hashtag ValleyCast. The Valley Cast, or you can send emails to us uh, at uh, the Valley Cast Pod at gmail.com. And, and if we'll you need a little out. a little help with that, um, what do you call it when um, Ben oh, Folds is here just kind of like sitting across the bar and he just looks good and he makes eye contact with you and then you're like, damn, I love that face. And he hits you with like, bam, eye contact. What's that called? What's that called? It's Ben Smolds. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's why we need your suggestions in the comments. <laughs> I was trying to do one where I was like, Ben Cajoles. But that doesn't. Cajoles. Uh, ben Smolds. Five <laughs> women at the bar. Man, Ben's busy smolding over there. Ben's collection of souls? Okay. Well, Ben Souls. Well, Ben Souls. Shoot. Oh, on his shoes. Ben Souls. <laughs> What if you open it? Here we go. Here we go. Ben Folds opened a shoe store. Oh, no. On Ventura Boulevard in the valley. What would you call it? Ben Souls. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) That was me presenting it in a better way. Oh, you went backwards. Yeah, yeah. To just present it in a better way. Okay. I've had a great time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I had a great time Sorry, too. Lee. I uh, hope Lee's having a great time. Love her. And, she's totally uh, having a great time. If you guys are following her on Instagram, yeah. you'll see the beautiful photos it, she's posting. It doesn't seem real. It, it looks doesn't. ridiculous. It seems like one of those Photoshop like <laughs> like backgrounds. Yeah. You know how people are like, 
Greenland's icy and Iceland is green, and then she's in Iceland and she's just in a winter wonderland. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's just like beautiful icebergs and like mm-hmm. meadows. And they, shit. She, he, they said they went on a tour of a glacier cave, and uh, and that was what that photo was. But it was like oh, it's so wonderful. It's like it looked cave. like a Disneyland ride queue. She feasted yeah, on like Epcot. I feel like it'd be yeah, like some Epcot pavilion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, All right. Well, jealous, jealous, jealous. Screwly. <laughs> yeah, Lee, forget about your really ass. <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you for listening to the Valley Cast. Uh, we really appreciate your patronage. And speaking of which, uh, if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, if you are a patron of the Valley Folk Patreon, mm-hmm. then you are listening to this podcast Monday morning. Oh, and one of the few. And right. you will be uh, getting the announcement that we kind of hinted at earlier in the podcast first, which is fun. Yes, absolutely. We've got yep. some really cool stuff on the horizon. But um, And if you are not a patron, then you will most likely be listening to this on Thursday morning. Hi. Good morning. Uh, but if you'd like to be uh, special and get the podcast on Mondays, you can head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk, and check out those tiers and maybe get in on some of that action if you know what I mean. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, everybody. It's been very yeah. fun. Elliot, mm-hmm. go rest, man. I'm going to. I was going to go uh, I was gonna go meet my brother, but I think I'm going to back out. Yeah, go out rest, buddy. You need your health tea. for your birthday yeah. show coming up if you want to plug it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. One last plug. Boston uh, is happening on the 21st um, in Indianapolis on April 4th at Crackers. And that one's going really well. I'm surprised. I'm su- it's always shocking. It is always shocking. Like we, Mike and I sold out our dynamic banter show. Isn't that great? On Saturday, yesterday, when we're recording this on Sunday. But yeah, it's so great. It's cool I never feeling. expected, and it's so awesome, and everybody's great. And yep. I know we didn't want to say anything, but I'm, uh, maybe we're working on something live ourselves. Maybe we're working on something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nothing specific. Nothing specific. No, no. Become a patron. Hear more. Yeah, become a patron. Hear more. Uh, and shout out to Steve for this awesome thing that you set up, by the way, man. Oh, thank you, You Elliot. deserve a lot yeah, of credit. It's, yeah. it's beautiful and awesome. Yeah, this podcast really is getting excited. legit. Yeah, yeah, and the video portion of it, for those of you that are patrons, we'll be getting it first as well. Um, and eventually we'll be putting this on YouTube, I'm sure. Yes. But um, yeah, if you're watching the video version, uh, you've seen some pretty fancy camera angles here. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Just want you to know, I've been live switching it the entire time. Which so is cool, man. Hopefully, uh, it hasn't been too uh, disorienting it's or been weird. A little manic, or maybe but it's, it's been a little like it's I don't great. know. Yeah. Hopefully, it it wasn't. Hopefully, I wasn't too distracted. Did you guys notice me being a little no, no, distracted at all? You okay, did good. good. Yeah. Good, and you, good. I saw I you kind best. of timing it and still able to. Keep I was. It. Yeah, yeah. I was doing my best. Um, conductor over there. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, but I think in the future, like maybe we should get Owen to do it for sure. Excuse me, what's an Owen? Oh, well. Oh, and one other thing. Um, uh, if you haven't yet, tune in to our Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash thevalleyfolk. Um, they're really, really, really fun. And uh, we did one with Malcolm Barrett the other day. And yeah, it was awesome. and we yep. played Jackbox games, and that's always fun. You guys play along with us and help Excuse us come up with weird T-shirts on TKO. And that eventually will sell for sure. Yep, yep. We're setting that up too. We're setting so much stuff up. It's this fun. is fun, everybody. It is fun. This is really fun. It is really fun. Yeah. Who knew, man? I know. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Oh, I it's scary. Certainly didn't know. Yeah. What? I certainly didn't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we really appreciate you as an audience. And thank we'll you to Ben Folds. Thank you to Ben Folds and Garrison Keeler. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time on the Valley Cast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.